Create an Unstoppable Life, Episode 92, In the Corner. Create an Unstoppable Life is all about mindset for the high achiever to help you build a life of fulfillment and freedom. I'm your host, Dina George, MD, a mindset and marketing coach and a family medicine physician. It's an honor to spend time with you today. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. It really is an honor to be with you. Here are a few updates. Number one, turn an idea into a business. It's a free web class. I've taught it twice now. Super fun. I'm walking physicians through the steps to get started with becoming an entrepreneur. There are two more opportunities. The dates and times are on Instagram at Dina George MD. Simply go to the bio section. Number two, you know what we're getting close to? Like so close you can see it. Triple digits. That means episode 100. I'm starting to get the hang of this thing. I think it's going to be like graduating, going from elementary school to middle school. I've heard middle school is the toughest. (laughs) To celebrate, we're going to have a special guest and I'll give you more information as it gets closer. Finally, it's spring and it's blue bonnet season, a totally beautiful time to be here in Texas. So on with our episode. Last weekend, I was thinking about how many of us have put ourselves in the corner. And you know that line from Dirty Dancing, it comes to mind. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Boy, does that movie bring back a lot of memories. So what is being in the corner, you may wonder, like as you're picturing that scene from the movie? Well, my description's different than the movie. It refers to being in a place of guilt and shame and being stuck and feeling alone, very alone. Have you experienced that place? Because we do, like as high achievers, sometimes we're in that place, we don't know it, we don't understand what we did, how we got there, why we got there. We don't realize that we're in it until we're woefully discontent, unhappy, filled with regret or guilt. Like one day we look up and see that life passed us by. We've spent months or years trying to make it work. And the whole time we're alone in the corner, nothing changed. And it can be about anything, a relationship, a job, a career, a financial obligation. There are many of us who have done it or are doing it and are seriously stuck because of it. So getting into the corner is usually a slow process that goes something like this, trying very hard to make something work that isn't working and not even thinking that there are other options, like not looking up or looking around because if you do... Well, it looks like too much work to leave. So I'm going to put my head back down. I'm going to keep trying to make this work. Not paying attention to the early warning signs or any warning signs and defaulting to the habits that probably helped you succeed in other areas like working long hours, spending more energy, trying to fix it, trying to figure it out, try new ways while you sacrifice what's important. Being in the corner, alone, filled with guilt and shame. Here's my story to provide some additional context. Years ago, I worked for a large hospitalist group, and it's a private group that contracts with hospitals for the physicians to work there. It's a pretty common way for hospitalists to work. So you work for the company, not the hospital. And I joined them after the last hospitalist group's contract wasn't renewed. So the last company... When the contract wasn't renewed, I was doing traveling doctor. I'd leave for a week or two, work in a hospital that was underserved, and then come home. 
and that wasn't a fit, so I decided to join this new one. I heard things about the group that were kind of some red flags. I didn't take them seriously because anything seemed better than traveling for a week or two at a time and being away from home. And here's my starting conditions. So I'm entering this new employment situation. My son's in eighth grade. I promised him we wouldn't move again. We'd moved six times in his life. He'd been in five schools and we had a jumbo mortgage. And by jumbo, I mean jumbo. It was heavy. Like not to be ignored, it required a consistent high income. So the job offer and the job, that started out good enough. But over time, the conditions changed and there were more expectations that were put on the hospitalists and important things started falling through or breaking down. So I defaulted. My normal pattern, just work harder, more hours, more days, catch up on your off days, try to figure it out. And slowly I was putting myself in the corner and staying in the corner, working harder to make it work because in my mind, that's just what doctors do. You put your head down, you try harder. I was thinking I must not be doing enough. I must not be communicating enough to the administrators because nothing's changing. Or maybe I'm doing something wrong because I seem to be the only one that's not happy. And I stayed in the corner trying to make it work for months. Because remember, there's a mortgage, the jumbo one. I'm the primary income earner. This is my belief. This is what doctors do. And I'm looking around. Other people are making it work. There must be something wrong with me. Meanwhile, it still wasn't working. I didn't know what to do. I didn't see any options. I had a no compete clause, which means I couldn't work as a hospitalist in the local area. And I was stuck and miserable in the corner, feeling very alone and very ashamed because I made the decision to take the job. Yes, it wasn't alone. Craig and I made the decision, but it was based on my information. It was based on my opinion. And I was nauseous about all the risk that I could see. And I was working 16 plus hours for my 12 hour shift for multiple days in a row because we had that jumbo mortgage and we had that child who's I told you won't have to move again. Do you see what the corner looks like? It wasn't a pleasant place to be. In fact, it felt like how I imagined prison would feel. And it was filled with guilt and shame and fear and doubt. And I share this with you today because I'm not the only one who has been in the corner or who is in the corner now. There are many of us. There are many of us with the belief of We've worked towards how life is supposed to be. We've worked hard to get there. In my mind, I'm a doctor. This is the work I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be employed. That's what doctors are. This must be what it's like. While I'm thinking we can't move, I've made these decisions. I have to make them work, and yet I'm suffocating. It clearly wasn't working, and I was worried for my patients, worried for my family, not seeing much of them, and when they saw me, it was not the best of me in the corner, all alone. I put my head down and worked so hard to get there, thinking that was my place. That was the only place. And there was something wrong with me because it wasn't working. I failed. I lied to my son. I put my family through all of this, and I couldn't make it work. No, this isn't what I believe now. It was all I could see back then. Have you been in a similar place? What was supposed to be the best part of your life or career and it wasn't? Only to find that you're alone and in the corner? 
and you spent your whole life to get there, maybe thousands of hours or hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you've made a lot of sacrifices ultimately to be alone in the corner. I looked in the mirror and, oh, here's what I saw, anger, anger towards the group, fear for my patients, blaming myself because I let this happen. What I saw was a depleted woman barely holding on who felt alone in the corner with her head down and she couldn't see anything else. I don't even know if I tried. Here's the journey for many. It seems like we're doing all the right things and making progress and doing what we're supposed to be doing and it doesn't fit and then it gets worse and it becomes intolerable. And the questions come up. How did I get here? Why did I make these decisions? How could I have been so wrong? I felt guilt and shame for allowing it to happen and then for tolerating it and for not knowing where to go or how to get out of it and for dragging my family into it, for promising a beautiful house and never moving again. Whew, heaviness. So what corner are you in? Or were you in? Where did you work so hard to get to? Where in your life or career are you feeling alone or guilty or filled with shame because you wanted this, you chose this, or because you didn't know anything different and you defaulted thinking it must be normal. This is what people do. This must be normal as a hospitalist. Everyone else seems to be doing fine. Where do you not fit as you look around and wonder how other people can be satisfied and keep going and you just don't want to anymore? Or maybe you're wondering what's wrong with you. Others are making it work and you can't or you aren't. Where does your head hang down and your heart hurt? There are so many of us who have or do feel this way. I think it's a high achiever thing, like our ambition and drive and hustling to make things happen and we put our head down and work hard and have the best of intentions, not knowing that it's leading to a corner, a very isolated one, not knowing that it is or will create a lot of suffering and not seeing the depletion as it's occurring. Here's what contributed to my situation. Believing a paradigm that I would always be an employed physician and not question the contract. Blowing off the early warning signs, thinking, oh, it's better than traveling. It was, until it wasn't. Putting my head down to compensate, working harder, pushing myself farther into the corner. Believing it was my fault, I had to stay in it. I could not leave the corner until I could fix it. And I didn't have a way to fix it accumulating more guilt and more shame every day for not being able to fix it and feeling so bad that I felt so bad and not being open to change and in too much emotion to ask for help from someone outside the situation. Are you in the corner or know someone who is? It is a tough place to be and everything can look so amazing on the outside and feel so terrible on the inside. It was one of the lowest points of my career. The path to getting out of the corner, which I call recovery, was not intuitive, and here's what it involved. And note, there wasn't an order to it, so I'm going to list it in order form, but there wasn't an order to it. Many things occurred simultaneously, and there was a lot of going back and redoing it, or reminding that I needed to do it again. So the components are, number one is forgiveness. Ooh, this is a big one because I did not feel worthy of forgiveness. And it's those times when we don't feel worthy that we most need it, right? 
The times we feel most unlovable is when we most need love. I felt unforgivable and I had to switch that script because that was getting me nowhere. It was keeping me in the corner. So I had to learn forgiveness towards myself for everything I didn't know, for where I was, for how I felt, for all the judgment, blame, and pressure I put on myself throughout the whole year of that employment. Forgiveness for the blame and shame that kept me doing the same thing over and over again. I needed forgiveness to get out of that cycle of dysfunction. I needed forgiveness for making a decision to go to a job with some red flags to get out of a job I didn't like. Number two, asking for forgiveness from my son for those promises I couldn't keep, from my husband for feeling like a failure, for promises I couldn't keep. They are the two that mattered. They are the two that I wanted forgiveness from. Number three, willingness to let go, let go of it all. The blame, the anger, the guilt, the shame, the house, how I wanted to practice medicine, letting go. Because trying to hold on to all of that meant I could not be free. That was going to anchor me in the same thing, doing the same thing, trying to get a different result. Number four, permission. A lot of permission to explore different ideas, to let go, to change the script, to explore other careers, other jobs. I didn't have a job when I submitted my resignation. All I knew was I can't do this for another day. Number five, trust. I didn't have any evidence that I could trust. And so I needed to trust without evidence. I needed to trust that I knew the right answer, which was to leave. That this was the right time, that it was going to work out. Just trusting. Number six, awareness. That I was already living my worst fears. And it was time to say goodbye. It was time to change the script. Awareness that I couldn't sustain the standard I hold to for patient care. And that continuing to do what I was doing, it, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to last. And I didn't want to sacrifice my standard. If you're in the corner or you were in the corner, you're not alone. Very few people knew what was going on within me. They may have known the frustrations, but they had no idea what was incurring inside of me. The same may be true for you, that people don't know, even people who know you very well, even people who care. Because guilt and shame, they like to stay in secrecy. They keep us hiding. They stay protected. We're too embarrassed. We don't feel worthy or good enough. We stay alone in the corner. Consider these same six elements for your journey of recovery or restoring, or to offer someone you care about for their journey. Because there's a lot of brokenness right now, and that brokenness is deep. Here they are. Number one, forgiveness. It starts within forgiving yourself for everything, no matter the size, big, small, it doesn't matter. Forgiving yourself for having all the expectations, for failing, for trying, for wanting, for the decisions you made and the ones you didn't make. Forgiveness for not knowing or ignoring the warning signs. Forgiveness for the path you did take or the one you didn't take. Number two, asking forgiveness from others the ones who have a stake in your choices and your well-being. 
We're talking about the people who are by your side now. And chances are they're going to tell you that you don't need forgiveness. You didn't do anything wrong. And that they're incredibly sad to see you beat the hell out of yourself. Number three, letting go. Being willing to of whatever is tying you down. You can't hold on and expect yourself to move to a different place. It doesn't work like that. I tried to hold on to the job and keep the house that we wouldn't move. Except that meant I held on to blame and anger and shame and guilt and nothing changed. So being willing to let go. Number four, permission. You're going to need all kinds of it. And thankfully, it's a renewable thing. You can give yourself as much as you want. There is no end. Number five, trusting without evidence. There are things to learn from the past that will help us move towards the future on purpose. We're talking about believing before you can see it, trusting that it will work out. And number six, awareness that you are already living your worst fear and it's time to move on. You can. So if you're not baby in the corner with a Johnny to rescue you, that's my dirty dancing reference, then rescue yourself with forgiveness, letting go, permission, trusting without evidence, And most importantly, awareness that you are already living your worst fear in real life and it is time to move on. And invest in yourself, in people and resources that will help you find clarity and rebuild your self-worth. The corner. Because we're there, it doesn't mean we have to stay there. The lessons that are available from your experience of putting yourself into the corner and removing yourself from the corner will guide you farther down the path to unstoppable. My life is far richer because of what I learned. I'm kinder, more compassionate, with greater self-trust and discernment on what I say yes to, and I look around and see many opportunities rather than one, and I am generously forgiving. And I spend time, quality time, meaningful time with my son, and do things like share breakfast with him on a weekday. Because all of the changes that led to today means that we have more time together. All of that is available and more for you. Remember, forgiveness of self, asking forgiveness from others, the ones who matter, letting go, giving yourself permission, trusting without evidence, and awareness. Those are the keys to getting out of the corner and moving into a life that you love. So much love for you. I'll see you next time. Be clear on who you serve in your business, the value you provide, and the message you're sending. I help physicians launch or grow a business with the only two things that they need, mindset and marketing. Schedule a call at georgemdcoaching.com. I'd love to work with you.